time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone. Bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews, and weekly giveaways. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Welcome back to Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. We got Brian Falconer, co-host of Cigar Talk in the studio tonight. And you guys are so amazingly lucky that you get to hear any wind <laughs> go over his pipes. <laughs> What's going on, brother? Man, I'm doing good. Doing good. <laughs> well, you know what? It's been a long week. I hadn't seen you at all. Yeah, man. I've been down. Been down. Yeah, you had the gout. <laughs> you got a name and stuff. <laughs> he had the old man stuff. <laughs> First time it hit him, and he was like done, <laughs> crying like a baby. <laughs> Didn't want to leave the house. Right? For real. Bro. I mean, were you laid up? I'm for real. <laughs> this like in the air. So did you take off a week of work? Man, I, I couldn't. Why? I was short staffed, man. Oh, the man. citizens got to be taken care of. I understand. Bro. I understand. So hey. I was in my I office with my foot in the air. I don't, I don't want to make you think that we're having a pity party for Cause you. Because we're not. Because we're not. I know. So let's jump right into what we're smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? You, you, for those that are Light em Up crew members, you can hear the pre-show and know why I'm laughing. <laughs> we had a good time on the pre-show. Dude, dude. But um, I'm smoking the Alec Bradley Max. Oh, Okay. I haven't had one of those in a while. Should I revisit it? Yeah. I was, I walked into the leaf and I went to grab me some, uh, I bought about, I bought 10 punches, punch egg rolls. I got a, a couple of, uh, Viva La Vida. Oh yeah, rolls. well they won't have any more because I'm getting them all. And uh, <laughs> they have some Viva La Vida. Jay never tells me when that's, we have shit. That's, that's the good. And Club 500s. And then I was like, oh, I haven't had one of them in a while. And Jay just looked at me, smiled. I grabbed one. I'm glad I grabbed it, bro. I'm glad I the grabbed Club it. The Club 500. No, the Max. Oh, the oh, Max. I'm, I'm always glad I grabbed the, yeah, grabbed the Club yeah, 500s. Yeah, me too. Too. Me too. In but fact, the, Zika got one today while hey. we're so. You guys that don't know, Zika is one of our Light em Up crew members, up crew, and he was in town today, and so he swung by the shop, and he actually picked up a Club 500. So I, uh, have you smoked it yet? You're oh, going to enjoy it, bro. Man. You're going to enjoy it. I was it. hoping you already smoked it so you could talk so about it. So you could it. talk about it. <laughs> so you're going to need to light it up before you get on. He's a part of the Light em Up crew. <laughs> That's right. So uh, you're smoking the Max. Mm-hmm. And what are you smoking? I am smoking something that I just normally don't smoke. Uh-huh. But after Jay talked about it on last week's show, uh-huh. I decided that I needed to revisit it. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. It's one of those sticks that I smoked before, mm-hmm. but I didn't appreciate it. You know, it was it was a good cigar. Uh-huh. But after Jay talked about it, I was like, well, I need to try that yeah, again. Yeah. You know, Let me take that so, trip one more time. Sometimes you got to circle back yes. around because, you know, if I would have... Like when I first smoked the Reserva, yeah. I was not a fan. Until it was, until it was about the third one. And he was like, what and I was the like, oh, whoa, whoa, wait yeah, a minute, yeah, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. So you know, cigars are like that. Oh, so yes. sometimes my Never advice knock it is on the first try. Circle back yep. around if it's been a while. Oh yes. Never knock it on the first try. Now don't get me wrong. There's some, some sticks out there that I'd be like. I hope that that company goes under. Like that one, <laughs> that one you snuck me that night. 
<laughs> I didn't make it to the corner. <laughs> that was Jay. No, you gave me that I stick. I gave it to you, but he played ah, a joke on me. And then you threw and the then joke I found at me. out it, that it was a joke, so I didn't smoke it, and I gave it to you. You are lousy, man. Listen to the... Become a Patreon so you can listen to the pre-shows <laughs> so you can hear what I had to say about him earlier. <laughs> I can't say it now. Let me but. just say that if my feelings were on my sleeve, I would be offended. <laughs> but you don't wear them there. I don't and have we, <laughs> And we can say what we want to say in the exactly. shed. Hey, Except one word. No, don't say it. Don't okay. say it. Yeah, I'm not on the regular show. <laughs> we don't want to be... I'm not going to jail for you. <laughs> oh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Anyway, let's talk about what we're drinking tonight. We have had the, uh, what, what is that stuff called? Basil Hayden? Basil Dark, Hayden. Dark rye. Dark rye. Dark rye. When I say this is flavorful, man, I was sitting there and on my second, second shot, <laughs> I was like, man, I'm tasting maple. And I had to yell it out because I didn't think I, cause the music was so loud. Look at, the, look at the Instagram, the music. So I was like, do y'all taste it? And nobody heard me. So I waited till the music went off and I said it. I don't, I, I, you know, I don't know that I got maple. I did. I, it but, was strong to me. But, I was like, but Dang. you know, I'm not normally a rye guy. Yeah. And dude, that, that is, it is amazing. You know what I say? What's that? It was phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> it was phenomenal. <laughs> I, you know, because I'm usually not a fan of rye. No, no. As with your beginning with sticks, you were super bold, super hard, and then you developed a palate that and takes came you, back around. Came back around. Same thing with bourbons I, and rye. I agree. Nice. I agree. You're learning. Yeah, because, you know, I started out with a couple of ryes just on random. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was at a local bar downtown one night, and I was like, how is that? monkey shoulder ride uh-huh. and she was like oh it's really good and i was like is it sweet because i don't really care for sweet and she's like no it's not sweet at all so i was like okay well give me a double <laughs> i took one sip and i was like that's sweet as fuck <laughs> she took a sip and got diabetes Dude. <laughs> it's like, oh i'm dying i'm dying <laughs> and so i went back up there and i was like Why'd you lie to me? This is not good. <laughs> Why did you lie to me? And so she gave Do me a free you? single of something else. That was better. Right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But that's, that's But I got a single, but I paid for a double. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. I, I, I truly understand what you're saying. I, I didn't I didn't think that the service was good. You shouldn't recommend if you don't know. She lied to you and shortchanged you. I think you. she just didn't know. I when think she was, she was talking about like, yeah, that's good. Saying, Is that Panther Piss good? <laughs> right. Try <so>. it, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I didn't care. It's better warm. <laughs> for the experience. You know what I mean? The yeah, experience I let me down. I got you. But I've done that with cigars before, not in True. the same scenario. And then I've come back around and be like, oh, that was pretty good. But. So my example was I didn't like rye because I was basing all my rye off that off that sweet sweet yeah. that I was not a fan of. Don't and then it. now you're like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, he brings in this dark rye. And it's delicious. It is. Say your word again. Delicious. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> so anyway, hey, so let's talk about our sponsors right quick. Why can't we? Hey, let's talk about the first one who happens to be where? Where? Right there. The Leaf. <laughs> ah! At 1166 North Sand, hey. Abilene, Texas. Hey. 
So, you know, we had Jay on last week. We're mm-hmm. going to have him come on here in a little bit. I yeah. wanted him to give us our top five Habanos. And Jay educated me <laughs> yesterday. That sounds like a real word coming from you. <laughs> yeah. And so, anyway, I wanted to get his top five because mm-hmm. I want to smoke those. Mm-hmm. That gives me a list of Habanos that maybe I've overlooked. You know what I mean? Man. Last year, I was going home back to St. Louis for uh, just an event, and Jay said, "Hey, you want to take my uh, my uh, humidor with you so you can have some good sticks?" Do you know this dude brought out a hundred and fifty stick travel humidor that was full? Who was this? Jay, that was full. And I looked at that, and my eyes got big. He said, no, I, I wanted to punch him. <laughs> I'm like, you going you gonna to throw candy in front of a fat kid's face and then say, no? <laughs> you can't do that, man. No, no. I was like, the sticks he had in there, man, he was just he was just pulling them out. And I'm like, yeah, you've been in the business for a while. You got blessed. You got blessed, man. But that's the same thing with the leaf. You walk in that oh, humidor. Dude. You walk in that humidor. I was in there earlier with Zeke. Ah, That's something I'm going to ask him about is the humidor. Ah, man. I mean, the selection's great. The selection. The humidor is a, th- <laughs> uh, is a beautiful, established, <laughs> like Noah's Ark, but it's, for it's, cigar smokers. It's an entity of its own. Yes, it it's really is. It's an entity is. of its own. And the thing about it is it's right in the middle of the store, and it's like, that's the sweet spot. <laughs> Tell the truth. When you're in there. You're in heaven. Yes. You're and an then, angel and then you go back to the Habano or not Havana room, the Havana room, and it's just so relaxing oh. back there. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I don't know if you, yeah, I think you're aware of this. So every time I'm at the Leaf and I'm back in the Havana room, I've had an issue, and the issue is, is I go in there and I close the curtains. <laughs> I knew you because were going I there. enjoy I were going there. the ambiance, the ambiance uh-huh. of the lighting that's provided yes. by the leaf. Yeah. Yes. And then, you know, it's nice and comfortable. <laughs> so when I come in, the windows are always open. Mm-hmm. So I take the curtain rod, which is like a five-foot metal rod, uh-huh. and I close the curtains. Gotcha. And usually after I've been there for about 45 minutes to an hour, another member comes in <laughs> and he finds that bar I and he light. opens the I window light. and I like lose that ambiance yes. and it just kind of like rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. So today you did not. I closed them and I every time I close them. I put that bar in a different location, hoping that he will not find it, but he always finds it. He's got a GPS on it. Today, he did not find it. Oh. But you know what happened? He went to Jay? No. What? He raised the light level of the lights. (laughs) I thought I had won, but no. He said, I'm going to get light back here. (laughs) I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Lucifer, but I'm going to get light back here. (laughs) So anyway, that was just a fun fact. Oh, about my day. Hey, but I love to leave, man. It's just, it's a place, we call it home now. I right? could when be When we back, say we going home, everybody yeah. knows exactly Dude, where we're when, going. If I could sleep there. <laughs> you have. <laughs> I you mean, have. all night. <laughs> if I could sleep there, it would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, 
kind of think that the area around the old leaf may have seen you sleep there. The new one is a different story right true, now. True. It's too new right now. <laughs> so here's the thing, guys, about the leaf is down in the show notes. Yes. You have the show leaf notes, and their phone notes. number. Call them up. They carry our two sponsored cigars, which is Viva La Vida and the McAuliffe line. So let's jump into that right quick. We yes. got the Viva La Vidas. We got Zach Zeke. <laughs> that rye is getting to him, Zika. He called you Zach. <laughs> it's, it's working, bro. It's working. Hey, I did three different versions. <laughs> Were any of them correct? <laughs> <laughs> Did any of them make no. it? No. Okay. No. So, so let's start that part again. He bought <laughs> just, just him. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> he he got a club five hundred. So I can't wait to find out if he likes it. And if he hasn't smoked it yet, he's gonna smoke it during the interview. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is Zika. Okay. <laughs> He has a he had an opportunity to think about it. Uh, Redemption. Uh, there's no A in there anywhere. <laughs> Redemption. Yeah, right. So, anyway, hey, he's trying to make room over here. We got bourbon everywhere. But you see what he's doing? He's making room. He's not sitting the bourbon on top of the chips <laughs> so they can waste Is on that there. Your cigar. Yeah, that was the other one. Oh, okay. here's my cigar right now. Okay, how's that smoking? How Great. You, you're enjoying. It? Oh yes. It makes me need to smoke one of oh, those yes. again. It I haven't had one revisit, in a while. Revisit. Yeah. Revisit. You know, you get through that cycle and you keep hitting the ones you love. Oh, yeah. You're going to always do that. Yeah. But you still have to poke around and find something that you want to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that's what you did with that Club 500. You came, you went back around. Oh, the Club 500. You were like, right. you were like, yeah. Because <laughs> I always love the Torpedo, oh, and I still yeah. do. But when the Club 500 Ooh, came out. I told you. Dude, because you know I'm not a big fan of 6 by 60s And that box press is badass. It's a hundred. Yeah, it's, it's a hundred. It's a hundred. So, anyway, and then let's talk about McAuliffe. You know, from the beginning, four to forty-two, four, four, four dollars, four. I think it's like four fifty, four fifty-nine, four fifty, four fifty, four fifty, four fifty. That sounds like a rap lyric. It's four fifty, baby. We're gonna roll four fifty, four fifty on four twenty. There you go. (laughs) So anyway, four fifty, four fifty, four fifty to forty-two. Which is fitting, but <laughs> you know what I mean. You tried. <laughs> you tried. <laughs> but, I think they will appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> no so. more ride, bro. <laughs> you be calling him Zook in a minute. <laughs> hey, where's the Zook dude at? Where'd he go? <laughs> but McCallum hits us all, man. Four, four to 42. In a you blend for anyone. Everybody. I mean. Anywhere. If, if you got pockets, you can get a McCallum, man. If you got pockets, and you're going to get a quality cigar Tell the truth. at whatever price, price. point mm-hmm. you go in. Yes, sir. From the from the four to the forty two, over delivered. Oh, oh, you know what I mean. Oh, and you will appreciate that company has actually thought about their consumers, and they continue to interact with the consumers because they want to give them the greatest. On all care. levels, every level from the head. 
to the foot. Come on, man. The whole team Come on, man. is out there shaking hands, smoking cigars. They all came to the leaf and sat there and spoke to everybody walking in the door. Even that weird dude. Yeah. <laughs> Leave that dude alone, man. <laughs> You know, yeah, dude, alone, man. I'm talking about Jay. I know you were, but I wanted to take you somewhere else. Jay looked at him like, "Why are you talking about me?" <laughs> but but photo forty two, you can hit it. You can hit it all, man. Hey guys, and they have an ambassador program, and if you haven't what? joined, what? click on the note show notes show notes show notes. The McAuliffe ambassador link. You can go there, sign up. They'll send you your own challenge coin with your own number. They're getting close to ten thousand. Yeah, you have a high number. <laughs> I would be signing up right now because I think I and for me to I, get that number ten thousand. If you hit ooh, that right on the ten thousand, or the ninety nine, nine 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 nine, nine 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 nine. Yes, yeah. To hit that one, that those are the those are two two coins that if you don't have one for, for the first ten. Or nine 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 and ten thousand. You just remember, right? <laughs> Everybody's remember. the same. Yeah. But if you get those numbers, <laughs> you are somebody. You yes. are somebody. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Mister Moten, one sixty four. Right, right. <laughs> one below me. Now, what about uh, old Bill White? Ah, he's like ah, I, I don't remember, but Bill I think got he's blessed. Like 65. Yeah, Bill got blessed. He's in the double digits. He, he got blessed. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> he got blessed. That's I mean, all I'm gonna he, say. he must have went really early. Nah, he did a whole lot of other stuff. Oh. That's how he got the show too. <laughs> but I'm just joking, Bill. I'm just joking. You we love me? you, Bill. Joking. We love you, Bill. Hey, what about Case Elegance, man? Oh, dude. You know, I'm talking them to Wednesday, Wednesday mm-hmm. of this week, and I, I might have some news very soon to announce. Okay. But anyway, let's talk about Case Elegance, the humidors, <sighs> the watch boxes, and the man <sighs> tote. Here he goes with the man tote. It's just man a tote. tote. <laughs> man bag, man Dude. tote. But I saw that bag. Dude, did I show you my bag you in person? You, you I got to show it to you in person because I looked at that. Every time, yeah, late Jay said he it? got to see it too. Yeah, yeah. He said the man yeah. sack. <laughs> so, but let me tell you something. Here's the thing: Case Elegance makes badass man stuff. Yeah, it's man stuff, and but it's quality man yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? You can buy cheap man stuff, and you know what you got. Cheap man stuff. <laughs> you got cheap. <laughs> I don't even want to say the man stuff. You just got cheap. <laughs> you just got cheap. <laughs> but the, these, I, like my humidor now is, is seasoned. I got my sticks in there. And for the last hey, week. I haven't seen inches. pictures or video. There are pictures right on I want to see. I will give them to you. Because and I some, love that. You know, that was out of all of them, my very you favorite. Know, I know because what you I left say, something in there. What I say. I said. You left something in there. I'm going to let you choose, and I choose which one you want. I and I knew you were going to take I'm the one Army, I wanted. Because I'm ex-Army. But I like badass stuff. <laughs> and that's a badass human. It was. It is. I love it. But you left something in there. What I leave in there a cigar no the what? lightsaber which lightsaber the lighter oh really <laughs> i opened it up when i started see i was like oh, oh somebody forgot the, hey, hey, are you talking about in the drawer yes ah. i was like oh somebody forgot <laughs> it was the cutter in there too no it was my cutters in there oh okay yeah, i put my because there was there. a cutter in there too nope, no cutters in there okay Seriously, no cutters in there. I believe, but the lightsaber was in there. Okay, 
I'll bring it back one day. No, no, no. Keep it. It's no. part of the deal, man. It, for real? Yeah. Oh, I think now I feel blessed. Yeah. Luke, you are my son now. <laughs> Luke, you are my son now. <laughs> so anyway, look down in the show notes. If you order something from Case Elegance. I like the way you, you Case took your time Elegance. and enunciated that. Yes. If you put in the code Cigar Talk yes, Coin, you get a challenge coin from them that has Case Elegance Claro on one side mm-hmm. and Cigar Talk Podcast on the other. Badass coin. You'll be. Unique. Have you seen it yet? No. Well, when the show's over, I got one for you. I thought he was going to show me his, and I was going to say, you could have left that in the. No, <laughs> I, I got one for you. Thank you. I got one for you. Thank I always, I always wait think a minute. of you. Wait a minute. Whether hey, 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 okay, whether, I'm, whether I'm giving you cool stuff or I'm smoking your stick, yeah, I always say smoking my you. stick. <laughs> I always think I of think you. of you when I'm smoking them. <laughs> Bryant would have loved. He would have loved this. <laughs> he would have loved this one. <laughs> I no, know. I don't think hey, he would like this. I one, know. But I, I do. do. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. He wouldn't like this, but I do. So anyway, hey, well, let's jump into our pick six of the week. I'm gonna let you go first, as usual. Zika even. You know realize. what? If he you, realized, he said, "When you 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 put it to you, when do you think I put it on my list when Brian's doing his? Hey, <laughs> right when he's doing his. Hey, you want to see a magic trick? It's sticking to your <laughs> finger because of that at bourbon. But my number one this week is going to be the Cao Brasilia. When did you get one of those, dude? I got three of them. I don't know what you're talking about. In each Viatola, because wow. Jay was sitting there looking. I was like, I want this one. I want that one. I want that one. <laughs> Wow. And I enjoy oh, it. Oh, the Brazilian. Bra- oh, I apologize. <clears throat> I apologize. I thought yes. you meant Amazon Basin. No, I'm I, not near as impressed. I, if it would have been the Amazon. <laughs> let me let me explain the, something Amazon to you. Amazon does not come. Let me explain something to you. Remember our, our prior con- uh, conversation? You need to revisit the Brazilians. Okay, but does it come close to the Amazon? Oh, man, don't, none, to me, nothing comes close to the Amazon. Exactly. Nothing comes good. But if so, gonna, I, that's why I was. But so if this gonna be a close second, that's why I was excited. If it's gonna be a close second, I'm gonna go with the Brazilian. Okay. My number two. It, that's a Brazilian rapper. Oh. Is it? Jay is Jay. the uh, is the Brazilian from Brazilian. CAO. Is it a uh, through and through Brazil tobacco or just the rapper? Just okay, the rapper. just the rapper. So. Down with the sickness. Let's yeah. go. Number two, definition walking stick. Okay. <sighs> How was it? Dude, it was it was great. I had the licorice all the way through. And you know, I don't like black licorice, but with this, it tastes great. It, I love black it, licorice. It, it gave a great taste throughout the entire stick. And I went down to uh, Colleen for uh, the, my, my grandsons. I'm going to have a grandson now. Uh, baby shower. And the other side parents were there. My uh, in-laws were there. And they looked at that stick. They was like, what is that? I said, it's the definition of a walking stick. He said, man, that smells good. It smells like licorice or something. I said, baby, and it tastes like it, too. This is good. And they were looking at me. I said, I only brought one. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got some other sticks I'll offer you, but I only brought one of these. <laughs> and it was for me. And it was for me. And I'm already smoking it. My number three, I went back to one of my favorites. Let me think about that mm-hmm. for a minute. One of your favorites. It's got to be a Monte Cristo. Macala Sumatra. Oh, nice. <sighs> now, now which, which 
Vitola do you like? Which one is that I always get, Jay? Is it the Toro? No, it's not the Toro. In what? The Sumatra, the Bacala Sumatra. Six sixty, you get the six sixty on I that. I love that, man. I love That's that. That's too big for me. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. You never heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> too but, big for me. <laughs> but those are my three this week. All right, good choices. Good week, choices. Very, very all over the place. All over I the like place. That. I was I like this that. week. I'm I was. not all over the place. And my my, um, I guess you could say uh, special interest. I went down and I bought 10 punch egg rolls <laughs> and I've been smoking them all week long, man. How have they been? Dude, they are they old? No. Are they new? They, these are the aren't these the uh are these Jay, the updated are, are egg rolls? Aren't these the 20 egg rolls? Yeah. Yeah. Bruh. Really? Bruh. Hey, well, you ain't brought me one. I will bring you one. I will give you one. I promise you I'll give you one. I will not smoke all ten without giving you one. I think you will. No, I won't. Watch. Okay. You you'll have to regret that and and speak kindly of me if next I show. Re- I won't regret it because if I'm wrong, I get a good cigar. Yeah. Well, you will be wrong and you're gonna get a good cigar. That's I'm, it. I, you know what? Seven days a week, baby. Seven days a week. So Anyway, I guess uh, I, I I had back to back my father's cigars today. Today, yeah, I had the uh, I I believe it was the Toro. Uh, what is that one? The uh, La Grande Forte. La Grande Forte. What is it? La Grande Oferta. Stop. Oferta. Let, let Jay say that. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, I think that's pretty close. It's the blue. No, it hey, wasn't close. It's, it's the light blue band. <laughs> Just say that. <laughs> but it's 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 it reminds me of a very complex medium, maybe slightly medium plus cigar. But the draw was perfect. The burn was perfect. It was, dude. And it that's was, what a cigar should be. You want to enjoy every aspect every of it. Every part of yes. it. When it's like when you're sitting there waiting before you take the next puff yeah. and your mind is thinking, I hope the next one is, is as good <laughs> as the, the last, last one. one. Yeah. And it is. Yes. It's like, boom. Keep you it going. Keep it exactly. going. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, the second one that I had. Right after that was the Lee Bijou 1922. Hey. And that is is a great follow up stick to the La Grande Oferte. You almost got it that second time. Oferte. Oferta. It's it's still the Buckian. Damn. (laughs) So then, you know. Your third? No. Earlier today, I smoked a uh, 1964. And mm. that was, and it was just the natural 1964. Gotcha. gotcha. Good stick, dude. Have you had that? Yes. It's once. very good. I'm going to get another one now. Yeah. I'm going to get another we one. We should go down and smoke one together. Yes, sir. Yeah. I have no problem with that. All right, cool, man. So that's my three. Gotcha. I think that's a very unique six yes. pick. For this week. Pick six. Mm-hmm. One of those. Six pick. Yeah. I, I think that if you want a, like a nice ride from medium to full, yeah. those cigars yes. are that ride. Yeah. right there yeah. where you are. Are that be. ride. Yes, sir. So anyway, check those out. And uh, anyway, coming up next, we've got Big Zika. Zika. The Light'em Up Crew. Not Zach. Not Zook. Not Zuka. 
<laughs> Suzuki. Suz- oh my god, he he named you after motorcycle now. <laughs> so anyway, we got Zika coming on next, guys. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after the break. Hey guys, we got special guests with us. One of our very own Light 'em Up crew members, Zika. How you doing, brother? Not too bad, man. Not too bad, man. Rob? It's so I'm doing fantastic. I've had a great day. We hung out at the Leaf earlier, back in the private room, and smoking cigars and drinking bourbon. And then we had lunch, and then I had a nap. I did too. Nice, naps. dude. Naps when you get the opportunity, take a nap. I agree. A nap is even 20, 30 minutes. You'd be surprised at what it does for you. I, I never do that. I at the shortest nap I take is an hour and a half. But I am a professional, certified. <laughs> you don't you don't mess around with my napping. Anyway, man, we were, we we're excited to have you. You're actually the first Light em Up crew member to ever be in the studio. That's badass. Feel special. We Thank are you. Dude, I was so excited when you said you were coming down because you've always been teasing us yeah, a little bit. It's like, I'm going to be in Texas. I'm going to be in Texas. And then it's like this time I was like, dude, you know, Azel, come on down. Hazel is so close, but so far away. Right, and, right. I mean, it's not like you can just drive down here and smoke yeah. and then drive back. And usually when I'm in Texas, it's for work. I have a set schedule. I have, you know, things to do. And this time talk a little just, more into the mic. So. So this time I was just like, I got to make it a point to get down there. I really do. I'm glad you did, dude. Me too. It's been a great day. It has it really been has. a great day. It's like, you know what? That's that's what the cigar community is about, really, is great days. And great her. days come from smoking with brothers of the leaf or sisters of the leaf. I mean, whatever. But you know what I mean. I do. And, I mean, we've known each other online for a long time. I mean, well. At least a year, probably. probably a year. And so when you get to actually get together with a brother, it's like, this is cool. This is what it's all about, man. And you live in California. I do. And now what part of California, if I was to, like, want to throw a dart and just hit the region, like, what region do you live in? I don't need Southern, your actual address. Southern just, California. I'm okay. in a town called Apple Valley. Just How far are you from San Diego? Two hours, 12 hours, depending on traffic. Well, how many but, miles? Uh, about 130 miles from San Diego. Okay. So are you north of there or south of there? I'm north of there. Okay. If so, I was south of there, it doesn't Mexico. Ah, gotcha. So, I mean, how close is San Diego to the border? If you leave San Diego, you're in Mexico. Really? There's a, yeah, San Diego borders Mexico. Um, it's actually Chula Vista, which is a suburb of San Diego. But yeah. It's, have you been down there? I have. And have you seen the wall? I have. Have you seen anybody climb over the wall? I have not. Okay. <laughs> just curious. <laughs> you know, on TikTok. <laughs> I, just I don't know you. what that is, but okay. <laughs> it's this little girly app that I'm on. Gotcha. <laughs> so anyway, so let's talk about you for a little minute. I mean, first of all, we appreciate you being a Patreon. I mean, I don't understand why anyone would be a Patreon, to be honest with you. I mean... If you want to listen to me and Bryant, you're pretty demented or slow. 
I can say slow, right? Yeah. No, I agree. Oh. But, you know, in the end, we all have dollars to burn. And if you can burn a dollar for something you enjoy, why not? And I appreciate that because, you know what? Our Patreons really do way more than they probably even know about keeping this show on. You know, a lot of us really look forward to our Monday morning coffee and cigars with the Cigar Talk show. It does a lot more for not even Patreons, but as just a cigar smoker in general that enjoys the show. Gives us a couple hours just to relax. I killed your bottle. Enjoy. <laughs> that just means I get to drink yours. So. <laughs> hey, just, just so you know, I killed it. Zika brought us a bottle of uh, Basil Hayden Dark Rye, which has been phenomenal. Dude, I'm impressed. I thought I didn't like rye, and you just made me like holier than thou snob on rye. <laughs> like because if you're not drinking this you're drinking shit you know what i mean appreciate that that that, dude you knocked it out of the park i when i saw it was basil hayden i was like eh you know i'm not a big huge bourbon basil hayden fan i mean don't get me wrong it's good but it's not something that excites me basil this right here dude that that dark dark rye impressed me so much i'm like now i'm gonna be looking for that I feel special. I'm going to go back to the hotel and pat myself on the back later. You should. You should. And you know uh, what? Uh, if you want to, Luke would be able to pat you on the back. Appreciate He's that. on the payroll. We can tell him to pat you on the back, and he will do it. Cool. So so how did you get into the cigars? How, well, first of all, how old are you? 40. 40. So how long have you been smoking cigars? No. Uh, the Long calculations f- are causing smoke to come out of his ears. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to figure out long filler or green filler. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, no, nah, I've been smoking cigars 2015-ish. Okay, okay. Um, it actually stemmed from quitting smoking cigarettes. So were you a full-time cigarette smoker? I smoked a pack and a half, two packs a day for almost 20 years. The funny thing is, is I smoked cigarettes for 24 years and i got up to about two and a half to three packs a day i mean i the cool i mean i say the cool thing (laughs) when i was working i was allowed to smoke because i worked outside so i smoked just all day see that's what got me with cigarettes though and almost is what was kind of the determining factor to quit though is you know driving you know idle hands and in an 11-hour shift of driving some days, I would burn through two packs of cigarettes in an 11-hour shift. Right. And it's just like, at the end of the shift, you just hurt, and you just you can feel it, and I'm just, I was done with it. Um, oh, well, how'd you quit? Peanuts. Peanuts? Peanuts. So, um, I would go to Costco. An- and- anally? Orally, anally, <laughs> you Whatever name it. worked. I got you. I, I did what I had to do. Um, I would go to Costco and buy a five pound bag of shelled peanuts. And anytime I wanted a cigarette, I would go five pound bag of shelled peanuts. Yeah. Wow. I was thinking you were going to say with the shell and I was like, okay, five. No, sorry. They are with the shell. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. I thought Um, you meant shelled as in they had been shelled. No. What's the fun in that? Right. 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 Cause 
popping them open yeah it gives you something to do with your hands and that's exactly that you know even you know when i was working installing you know busy i wouldn't smoke cigarettes but when i was idle i would um just sit there and smoke and smoke and smoke and smoke yeah so with the peanuts i would go sit out on the porch when i wanted a cigarette and instead of smoking cigarettes i would just sit there and chuck peanuts for you know 10 15 minutes until i was bored and didn't want to smoke no more gotcha and go inside and after about a month of that, I just quit smoking. Wow. And um, so when did you go to cigars? It was probably about a year later. I, I steered clear of it for a while because I didn't want to start smoking again. But um, but not being a cigar smoker, you didn't know the full story. No, I did not. Um, I only started smoking cigars because I would be you know out drinking and... That was the hardest part I had with quitting smoking cigarettes was when I would drink, I would want a cigarette. And so I would, eventually I went and got a cigar and I tried that. I was like, that's not bad. And then after a while I started smoking it and then I actually learned that I really enjoyed cigars. And um, So how did you first decide I'm going to smoke a cigar? I was... I mean, if you hadn't smoked one before, that's... A completely new experience. Well, I'd smoked them before. Um, they were mainly like, I hate to say this, but, you know, Black and Milds, Garcia and Vegas, you know, just. Yeah, at and, the convenience stores. You know, as anybody that knows me knows the quality and the. We saw inside your that, travel humidor, you do <laughs> like quality. I still have a five pack of wine tip black and mild wood tips in my humidor. Do you really? It's just a nostalgic, um, you know. Do you ever smoke one every now and then, or you just never Probably touch it? Once a year, maybe, but really? it just takes me back to childhood. No, and, I get it. You know, I get it. Um, so, you know, and then um, pull that in front of you. There you go. I was actually at a bar, I believe, in New Jersey. I was laid over, you know, when I was driving. I was stuck at the truck stop for um, a couple of days, and I went to this bar, and they actually had, like, this glass top humidor sitting on the um, bar top. So I was drinking, and I was like, you know what? Let me have one of them cigars. And In New Jersey, it's really weird that they would actually allow smoking in the, in the bar because <laughs> New Jersey's just... <laughs> but Yeah, um, that surprises me that you were able to smoke in a bar. I honestly don't think this bar gave a damn. Ah, but so it was it was against the law, but nobody gave a shit. I those are I'm the best assume. bars <laughs> ever. It was a good bar. Yeah. Um. So I had the chick bring me a cigar and another whiskey. You remember I, what kind of cigar it was? I do not honestly. Okay. I'm gonna say it was probably basic general or a Tildes, maybe I was a Romeo say probably or something. A Romeo yeah. or Monte Cristo. Yeah, you know, something basic, but you know, and so I sat there and I smoked that cigar and I drank my whiskey and now were you talking to anybody else that was smoking a cigar? No. So you were just on your own. I was on my own, but I was able to sit there at the bar and smoke a cigar and drink whiskey and I didn't have the need for a cigarette and it was good and then and did you know to puff and not inhale? I did. Okay. Um, I've inhaled cigars in the past. On accident, and yeah. It 
It's not fun. It's not pretty. It's not <laughs> it's fun. Not. Uh, Even the most conditioned cigar smoker, as I, you know, I would consider myself pretty conditioned now. Inhaling is not pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. I have done it, I think, since I started smoking cigars, I've accidentally inhaled twice. And both times were a traumatic experience <laughs> for me. <laughs> It's like I never want to do that again. Where's the mints? Yes, it it was it was it was and it hurts so freaking bad. It does. And I smoke cigarettes for twenty four years. It's not like that at all. It's like someone hitting you in the chest with a sledgehammer. I would I would agree with you. Know that. what I mean? It's rough. It's like oof. So you've been smoking cigars since two thousand sixteen. Yeah, right about then, yeah. And it was. Did you become a regular cigar smoker pretty quick? How did that it, play out? It took me probably six months or so. And then, you know, like most cigar smokers, I started out, you know, just one when I was drinking and then, you know, two a week, three a week. And then so, it got to the point so where. So, what cigar did you smoke that made you go, oh, yeah, that's that's what I've been looking for? The Tabernacle Esteli Nicaragua Double Corona. That's the one that was the light on. That was the one I sat down and smoked, and um, I was just like, wow, this is amazing. It's a good cigar. It tasted great. It felt great. It was just the moment. Life was great. That was what sold me on cigars. And that's a great nostalgia to have. It really is. To go back to, to pull that memory up. You know what I mean? It is. And for me, it was a Maduro Kristoff. And uh-huh. it's like I had been buying cigars that were like fifteen to twenty two dollars like once a month because I thought if I bought expensive cigars that had to be what was good. And then whenever I smoked a Kristoff, it just spoke to me and I was like, Wow. So that's what got me on to smoking them instead of like once every month or once every month and a half. It was like I'm going to buy a box of these, you know, and yeah. start smoking cigars. And then, you know, I went crazy and started smoking all day. So, you know, so even at that point, I wasn't as blessed as I am in life now with that um, tabernacle. And it was like a $12, $13 cigar when I bought it. And I was living high on the hog when I bought it. it was now, was a- that in California? No, actually, it was here in Texas. Oh, okay. And, so you um, you weren't paying crazy prices no. for it. It was an expensive stick. It, it was at that point. It was, I think, twelve bucks for that cigar. And you know, I went back to my warehouse and I'm sitting there, and I was actually sitting on a lawn chair under the patio. It was the typical Texas rain where it was just flooding everything, and you know, I'm sitting out there sipping a sip, smoking the cigar, and it just hit me, and life was great, and. From there, I was just sold on cigars, and I started venturing in. And and here we are today. Here we are today. You're in the Cigar Talk studio, dude. Dude, I am in the inner sanctum. I am blessed as hell. And we're so excited to have you here. I mean... I appreciate that. I'm excited to be here. We are very excited. And when I found out that you were actually going to come down to Abilene today, I cleared out my schedule because I was like, I'm hanging out with Z. You know what I mean? That's great. That makes me feel special. Well, you that. are special. Next to uh, Orlando, 
But he's special in a different way. I, you, I couldn't hold the candle to Orlando. My son, my, my son's giving me the look like, don't say anything else. <laughs> Orlando's a great guy. I love oh, that guy. We love Orlando, and we love to make fun of Orlando. Takes it like a champ, though. Dude, he is the all-time champ. He at, is. Like, I'm just having fun, and I don't care. You know, we talk about, you know, you especially, me. We're almost two peas in a pod where we just don't give a shit. I know. That's one of the reasons I like you so much. <laughs> I think I think Orlando wins that award for not giving a true, shit, though. True, I <laughs> He do. just don't give a shit. Yeah. He's good. He's good people. Yeah. Orlando, you know, and if you think about the Light em Up crew in general, we got a good crowd, dude. We really do. I mean, I can't think of anybody who's in the Light em Up crew that I'm like... That dude's a bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I haven't found that guy yet. But right. Me, I'll tell we always when we try. Do. <laughs> we always try. When you join the Discord as a Light em Up crew member, we do try you. You know, I remember, that, um, you know, we started that with F that guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> and after a while, we were just like, you know, nobody really falls under that. Right. <laughs> great it, people. It's like we got all these good people and like nobody's crying about being that guy. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody's right. like, eh, whatever. That's my kind of people. I agree. I love them. So you live out in California. How is it as being a cigar smoker in the state of California? I'm in Texas. We enjoy very low taxes on cigars. And we have great shop here in Abilene, the Leaf. So, I mean, really, we don't have any complaints as a cigar smoker. How is it in California? I was blessed enough to visit the Leaf today and actually sit back in the special people's room. It was great. I loved it. I don't have lounges like that in California. Um, there are a few lounges um, right now. Very few of them are still open because of the whole COVID situation. You know, um, Texas, we've decided that COVID's over. I agree. I love it. So I don't understand that, that people are still doing it. I, you know, I'm not one of those guys that conspiracy theory thinks that COVID's not real because I do. I got it. I did but too. It, it wasn't but. that bad for me. And Texas decided, you know what? We're done with that. And when they did that, I thought to myself, we're going to have a huge explosion of covid cases and we didn't no texas and florida was two of the first that just basically said f covid yeah we're done up and we're done they've had some of the best numbers yeah as far as it goes i um, want to say we had a uh, a day in texas like last week we had zero death of covid all right and for someone for a state that said we're done with the masks you would think that it would escalate if everything was going on that we thought was going on. But you know what? We said we're done, and so far it has been a good thing. You know, in, in California, it's just now getting to the point where we can sit down at a restaurant. They haven't really opened up a lot of the lounges, and a lot of the lounges won't open up just out of fear of retribution. Exactly. And... um but, you know, with taxes, regulations, um, it's hard to buy cigars in California just because of the cost of them. Because um, y'all get taxed heavily. Dude, on everything. 
Although with the interview with Peter. Right. Yeah. I, I feel a little bit better about living in California. I really do. We're not so bad after all. <laughs> you, but, you thought you were taking it up the rump. Yeah. But turns out we're you just were giving just giving hand jobs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. Because that was, that was excruciatingly painful. It was hard to hear that. I'm like, yeah. $1,500 per kilo on weight. It doesn't matter how much the cigars cost. The the fees are the same. Yeah. So if you bought $2 sticks or $30 sticks, you were still paying the $1,500 per kilo. Yeah. If I was in Peter's situation, I wouldn't be smoking BS either. Negative. It still costs the same. You know, you might as well save up a couple bucks and smoke good stuff. Right. Because you're getting screwed by the tax. So, but how is it as far as lounges go? Because you know what? There's a lounge in San Diego that I would love for you to go down and visit next time you're down that way. Send me the information. I'd be happy to. The name of the place is the cave or the cigar cave. I think it's the The cigar cigar cave. cave. I'll look that up. We interviewed the owner of that back in like, I don't want to say probably episode 14, somewhere in that range. And her name is Emmy Lee, but a friend of mine, the official cigar guy or whatever his handle is, uh, he went down there and was like, man, it's like a really cool laid back bohemian bar nice. with, with a nice walk-in humidor. And then, oh. you know, it's a bar, so they have drinks, but mm-hmm. it's a place you can just go and hang out and relax. I'll have to check that out next time I'm down there. So here's my question, though. I was thinking about that. And it's like, if I was to fly out to California, do you have an extra bed at your place? And then we could go down there and check that place out. I have a seriously comfortable couch. You know what? I'm, I've, I've been on a seriously comfortable floor before. So a couch is a step up. You know, um, for you, I might even give you my bed. No, no, no. Don't no, mind no, the stains no, no, on no, it, no, but no, I'd no, give no, you no. my bed. I, I'd probably rather have the couch. <laughs> rather have the couch. But we should do that and go down there and check out that cigar bar. I'm down. Because I've always wanted to go there. Emmy Lee's cool just right out of the gate. She is actually from Romania. And... Mm-hmm immigrated here worked at some cigar shops and then migrated out to california and opened her own american dream exactly exactly and i love stories like that and i love to support brick and mortars whether it be cigar shops or whatever you know what i mean i agree so so as a cigar smoker in florida florida in california (laughs) That that dark shade, that dark rise, good. It's a couple of different spectrums, but yes. okay. So anyway, I mean, being out in California, you have to order a lot of cigars. Ninety nine percent of the cigars that I have in my humidor, I make a phone call, send a text, a message, and I buy them. And and what I've heard through the grapevine is that you order a lot of sticks from brick and mortars. I do. And I think that is a special thing because let's not give money to the devil, which is Cigar International. No. They started my cigar journey, and I don't... I used to be a huge Cigar International order. 
Seabed uh, fan. They 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 ship shit. They I do. Mean, I mean, you know what I mean. Once I realized that, you know, once I actually got into the cigar, you know, lifestyle and realized what was good and what wasn't, I realized that all these cigars that I ordered were. Um, I would have to let them sit for a couple of three weeks, you know, before at, I could smoke at least, them. Because at they least. just sat in a BS warehouse. Right. There's um, no temperature control. None. The humidity is based on, I mean, if it's 110 degrees in a uh, mm-hmm. warehouse, that's 70% Bovetta packs not doing much good. No. So. And there's um, probably at this point four go to BMs that I order from. The Leaf is one of them. Jay and Scott, dude, they've been wonderful to me, you know? You know, and I don't have to do the mail order with Jay because I'm right here. Right. But I promote it. They're a sponsor. But tell everybody that when I give you my stamp of approval, it's golden. No, I agree. And I don't even care if they're a sponsor of your program or not. Dude, when I order from The Leaf, my cigars come, they come ready to smoke. Um, I mean, I've showed the picture, you know, I put the, you know, cigar medic in there right off of right. the mail truck. It's ready to go. Great cigars, great service, great people, no headache, no BS. And that's my biggest thing, you know, is no when, BS. I, w- when I buy or order something, I just want a couple of quick messages and I want the cigars in my mailbox. You know, I don't want a lot of games and BS with it. Gotcha. And um, the leaf delivers. The the leaf always delivers. And I mean, I don't do the mail order because I'm fortunate enough to be You're lucky a now. member of the Havana <laughs> Room Club. Is it Havana or Havana? I think Havana. It's, yeah, I think it's the Havana Club. <laughs> I'm a member of the Havana Club, and that's where I hang out. You saw it's it's just it's a, a relaxing environment. I mean, it was a great couple hours. I really enjoyed kicking back back there, you know, meeting a couple of guys that are regulars there. You know, the old, old owner. Of the the old owner, Bill, came Met in. Him. It was great. And Ed, Ed, Ed Ed's is, cool. <laughs> dude, you just don't even know. To hang out with Ed, who's, I think, 71 or 72, and hear stories about the 40s and, or, well, really, the 50s and the 60s. I enjoy that, you know, that, that nostalgia of what america used to be yeah i'm thinking my parents weren't alive then right right <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm probably older than your parents am i older than your parents my father whose past was born in 49 okay i'm, I'm my mom old. was born in 62 your dad was robbing the cradle <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, man. Yeah, good taste. Hey, yeah, exactly. So, hey, thanks for coming out and being on the show, man. We're going to go to a little break here. We're going to have Jay come on and give us his top five Habanos. And then he's actually going to have a five-pack sampler that you can buy of the Habanos. But we'll get to that information when we get Jay on. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after the break. Hey guys, I've got Jay Patterson from The Leaf, the owner, co-owner. We don't want to take him away from Barney, I mean, Corey. So, we love you, Corey. You know what? That's one of my favorite guys 
at the Leaf. I miss Corey. Yeah. I wish he could be here every day, but I completely understand. Yeah. So. He's keeping our country safe. Yes, he is. Uh, Let me just tell you this. Yes. So last week, you enlightened me on Habanos. Do you remember what that means? I do. Okay. I do. It is a Cuban seed grown in a special region with special soil. And so basically, the wrapper, when you have a Habano, is as close to a Cuban cigar as you could get. But what I like even better is when it's made in Ecuador or wherever you said they were made, Mm -hmm. they have a special blend. So it's not like the Cubans where you get a one-hit wonder. It's actually complex nice cigar because the wrapper is already complex yeah but when you have blenders in you know el salvador ecuadorian whatever you get a special cigar with the habano wrapper and then a good blend that's correct so i i love that are good. you are you gonna talk to or you just yeah. want me to do the whole damn show i, I didn't know when you were gonna stop I'm I when I look at you and I give you the old pretty eyes, that means it's you. That's pretty eyes. Okay, anyway, gotcha. Anyway, so because you educated us, educated us last week on Habanos, I wanted to have you over and talk about your top five Habanos because I was hoping maybe there's some Habanos I don't know about because all the Habanos that I smoke yeah. so far, I really enjoyed that complexity. Very good. I'm glad that you liked it. And uh, as a matter of fact, two of your top three uh, were Habanos. Yeah. Yeah. You had the, uh, both my father's cigars were uh, Habano Habano wrappers. Yep. Do you know where they're from? I do not. My humidor. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I I did know that. (laughs) I also got this... uh, uh, Crown heads. Oh yeah, Maduro. How, how you liking it? You know what? I'm actually, I'm enjoying the shit out of it. It's really good. Look at the burn line on it. It's it's pretty even. And you know I'm a fast smoker. Yeah. And so I lit this at the beginning of the show. We're already probably an hour in, and I still have part of the second third burning. Yeah. It has not been a quick smoke. I've no. enjoyed the craftsmanship. I enjoy this beautiful oily wrapper. I mean, this this is speaking to me. Good. I, I'm enjoying it really. I'm glad you like it. the uh, The Undercrown Maduro Ten just arrived today, and those are now. What's the difference between this and the Ten? <clears throat> Blend wise, it's oh, the same. Let, no, 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 no. No. Let me tell you my experience with Ten. Okay. So, I was having Guatemalan coffee, black, and we lit up the 10 because we were given samples of the 10. And Scott and I both kind of, you know when you have a buddy you're smoking with and you just kind of do the look? Right. Both of us said the same thing. It turned that coffee into a hot chocolate. Really? Yep. With the 10? With the 10. I'm good. I'm, you have more now? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to come down tomorrow 
and I'm going to have the... Well, are you going to have Guatemalan coffee? Because I'd like to have the exact same exact scenario. <laughs> Can you let whoever know opens Guatemalan tomorrow? Yeah, me text Scott. That'd be perfect. All right. That way I can come down and have the exact same experience. Because when you talk about cigar smoking, it really does come down to the experience, right? Yes. And, you know, one of the things that I know about Jay Patterson is if you come to the Leaf, your experience is their concern. You guys care about the experience that you're going to have while you're at the Leaf. And if you're not going to stay at the Leaf, you go home and smoke your cigar. That's an important experience as well. But if you're going to stay at the Leaf, you've taken all of the thought process out and just added what we want. Yeah, you're in our hands now. And that's, I don't have to worry about anything. I walk in, I buy cigars, I sit down and smoke with great coffee. And I just can't say enough about the quality of coffee that you guys have. Oh, it, thank you. it beats anything else in town. And really, it beats anything that I've had, period. And I've been to some, you know, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, San Antonio. Mm-hmm. The coffee that you provide is perfect with cigars. Thank you. And... Guatemalan will be brewed tomorrow. Awesome. I'm going to come down and get a number 10. Try it out. Perfect. So, uh, Habanos, you'd be, you'd be pleasantly surprised to find out that Habanos are everywhere in our humidor. And uh, Yeah, because I was, I was misled because I did research for myself just by my own thinking. Yep. I misled myself. Uh-oh. And I thought that all Habano wrappers were like medium in color. But like the Libiju 1922 yeah. is not. It's dark. It's very dark. <laughs> so I didn't even understand that Habanos could be a dark color, not Colorado, Maduro or Oscuro. Well, yeah, you you take you take the Cuban seed, you grow your tobacco plant, and then from there it's the fermentation process, and you can get it as light or as dark and rich and oily as you want to. You, it's just care and time. So, I tried to dwindle down the top five, and what did you come up with? I came up with an odd number. But odd number, an odd f- number. Well, five is odd number. It is, yeah. But, but you didn't get to I, five. You know, I I kept. Or you went over five. I kept thinking about it, and it's not a very good round number, like five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Um, just because there's so many different options out there, especially. Really, what they're looking for is to recreate. Um, what's the name of it? The Vuelta Abejo region of Cuba. Really? And predominantly Ecuador has a good climate and a good soil base to replicate that type of growing condition. And so a lot of lot of cigars that have Ecuadorian Habano, you find it almost everywhere. Um 
Now, I, I came in with my potential top five. Okay. Uh, I will tell you what the top five is that we carry all the time. That's what we want to know, because we want to know that we can get them. Yes, okay. You know, I don't want some superstar list that are <laughs> cigars that are not available. Gotcha, okay. All right. So give me the top five. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. You give us, I mean, if you offer them, would you make a sampler pack of these so listeners of the show could call in and experience these five or whatever number it is that you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Well, tell us the top whatever number you have. I don't know how many you've discovered, so. We'll we'll just say six. Okay. We'll do the top five and then an honorable mention. Okay, cool. I'm down. All right, so coming in at number five is more of a medium-bodied cigar. It's made by Drew Estate, who you're smoking now. It's the Hoya de Nicaragua Red. And I don't think I've ever had that cigar, so that's one that I want to try. And that one is a nice... It's got some some of that uh, traditional pepperiness, but very little... Um, more so what I pull out of it, my palate finds a lot of graham cracker. Really? Yeah. It's a very good smoke for the morning. Now, where would you rate that on the scale of like light to medium to full? Medium. Okay. Nice medium. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number four. Uh, and this cigar we do have, you just got to look for it because our humidor is quite full. And it's big. It's, big. <laughs> it's the uh, AJ Fernandez Last Call. Oh, Have you okay. Had one of those? I it's been a while. It's been a while. It has been a while. I forget about that. And you cigar. know, who, you know who introduced me to that? No, Paul. Really? Yeah, Paul bought me my first AJ Fernandez Last Call when we were on Third Street. Um, he smokes a lot of AJ. He does. He he is a big AJ fan. He is a very very big AJ fan. But th- this one's kind of chocolatey. You get some almond notes to it. Uh, a now, little bit of now. Spice. Is that the Maduro? Yes. Wow. So yeah, that's they, a Habano. Right, they do have two. Yeah. Yeah, they do have two. Yeah. I don't know what the other one is, but it's the red mm-hmm. on the label. Yeah. I don't remember what the Maduro is. Just says last call. That's the one. Okay, so that is a Habano. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. I'm going to have to freaking smoke those. Yep. A Ecuadorian Habano. Okay, so what's number three on number your list? Number three. You ready? I am, am. Flor de las Antillas Maduro. I am my father's cigar. Really? Yeah. I can tell you I've never smoked that cigar. Really? Um, what Vitolas does that come in? We have a Torpedo, Toro, Toro Grande. Uh, oddly enough, they have a Toro Grande and a Toro Gordo and Robusto. So which one do you prefer? Toro. Really? Yeah. Just the straight up Toro. Just straight up Toro. Nothing fancy. How about the Robusto? I'm a simple guy. You know, I really like Robusto. Like Robustos. I really yeah. do. The ring gauge is more comparable to the aromatics of the cigar. Because as you lower the ring gauge, it increases the overall flavor notes and aromatics of the cigar that you're smoking. Right. And so you get that that true flavor profile. You know, with the with the Robusto that's what I love about it is I think you get the maximum amount of flavors. Yeah. But what I don't like about it is they don't make them long enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want more like a Lonsdale. <laughs> I, I want a 50 by 7. 
There you go. Would that be a Churchill? It would be a Churchill. Yeah. I, yeah I, usually I, between a 48 and a 52. Yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood, but about it. seven inches. Yeah. Because, you know, I like to take my time and enjoy. Well, and you're a fast smoker, too, so right. you want it to last. Right. Yeah. And this cigar has really impressed me with how long I've been smoking it. Yeah. Good choice. I, I smoked this on Jay's recommendation last week. So. Very good. And then so what's number two? Uh, number two is uh, one of your one of your top three, the Le Bijou 1922. I didn't even know that was a Habano. Yeah. I just think of that as a dark Maduro. Yeah, it's an Ecuadorian Habano. It's almost an Oscuro. It's very dark. It's very dark. And that is a great stick. And when I smoked the La Grande Oferte mm-hmm. earlier... Yeah. Following up with the 1922 is just the perfect. It is. And you know what? I, you can't go the other way around. No. No, no. no. If you smoke the <laughs> 1922 first, you're, you're, done. <laughs> you're not going to get what you should get out of the Grand Oferte. Correct. So I, I love both of those sticks, but they definitely do have an order to smoke them in. I would concur. So what's number one, bro? Number one would be the Romacraft Aquitaine. And you know I'm a big Aquitaine fan. Yeah. And in, in all of the Romacraft, that's my go-to stick is the Aquitaine. Yeah. And, you know, when I started out smoking Romacraft, I started out with the Cro-Magnum. Well, yeah, because you were, you were I was, big, bold, and heavy. Yes. Yeah. All the way, 150%. <laughs> yeah. But once I started expanding my horizons... And I smoked Aquitaine. I was like, dude, that's good. That's really got a lot of flavor to it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what I really want to look for when I smoke cigars is a lot of flavor. And that's a that's a common, I would say, not misconception, but it's, it's a common error where if you want a lot of flavor, you look for the darkest stick. Right. There are sticks that look like they're medium. And you know, there's sticks that look like they're light, but they're not, like La Galera or the Romacraft um, uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut. Right. But the. Uh, Even like the McAuliffe Connecticut. Yeah. That is a very nice, complex profile. Absolutely. And you would think because it's a Connecticut, it's not going to be that complex, but they knock it out of the park. And so, really, that's one of the first Connecticut's that, well, that and the La Galera. Those two Connecticut's were like, wow, I need to rethink everything that I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, I got to smoke these Connecticut's. I thought that I didn't like Connecticut's. Yeah, you got to look at that, the binder and filler. And if you find it in a, if you find your niche in the binder and filler and you find it in a Connecticut wrapper, just know that there's going to be that nice creamy nuttiness added to it. Right. That's something that you don't get when you get the really dark cigars. Yeah. But when you go with a Connecticut like that, you do get that creaminess, but you still get the abundance of flavors. And so when you go dark, there's some cigars out there that do the roller coaster. But there's a lot of dark cigars that's just like you get to the top and it's just down, like (laughs) life-threatening the entire trip. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. And sometimes I enjoy those, but not all the time. Yeah, I'd like to dabble around in the mediums even some of the lighter than mediums i'm not a real big fan of light light cigars Mm -hmm. but 
if it's somewhere between light, medium, and medium, I'm all in. You know what we should do is somewhere down the line, we'll we'll do a a top five beginners cigars. Nothing flavored, nothing sweet, but just real good cigars. Good cigars for, to begin with. To t- start taking that journey, yeah, and not dive in to the deep end and get sucked in. Oh, because the deep end does suck you in. I'm I'm a I'm veteran of that. <laughs> same, my, same. My first cigar was that La Flor Dominicana Double Hero Chisel. Wow. Keeping in mind, I never had a cigar before. Wow. And and you were the one that actually brought me back into trying darker cigars because at first I thought, well, maybe I just can't handle it. I can't I can't cut dark cigars. And you said, no, sounds like that guy was an asshole. And <laughs> there are and other point, options out but there. You know what? <laughs> I remember when I when I thought I knew what the hell I was talking about, helping people in the humidor and recommending stuff that was no way should have been recommended to those smokers. You know what I mean? Because I knew what I liked. Yeah. So when I turned people on to like bold, dark cigars, it was like, well, I just screwed that person. (laughs) I didn't think that at the time. Right. But looking back, I'm like, I should have went way lighter. And that's what I tell my guys is, I said, even if it's not in your wheelhouse, smoke across the spectrum. I mean, go ahead and smoke it. I don't care what it is. Smoke it. Know it. And when people come in, tell them about your experience. Don't tell them what they're going to expect necessarily. Right. Just say, hey, when I I smoked it. it." You're right. Exactly. That's good. That way you can plant that seed, but it's still their journey. And they're not going to enter it with, with a false expectation of, okay, well, this guy said. And that's what I love about Scott. Yeah. Because Scott is all over the place with flavor profiles and strength. And that's what I love is I want to try, whether it be a medium stick to a full-blown nicotine bomb, I want to be able to try different cigars. And for him to pick out cigars and me go like, yeah, I want to try that. 90% of the time, he hits a home run with everything that I smoke that he recommends. Mm-hmm. 10% of the time, it's just a good cigar. Yeah. But 90% of the time, I'm like, damn, I would have never picked that. Ever tell you about that time that it was it was during the, the lockdown and we were only doing curbside. And Scott and I were bored out of our minds. And I looked at him. I said, you know what, Scott? We care about helping our customers, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I said, all right. We uh, we want to educate them the best way we can, right? Said, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Give them the best experience possible? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, we should probably know what they're smoking. He goes, I agree. So I said, all right, Scott, here's what we're going to do. We are, uh, we're going to try to smoke something that we've sold a shit ton of. So let's go in the humidor. I was hoping you weren't going to say Trader Jack. Let's pick out some acids. Wow. And let's smoke them. And his countenance fell. He's like, what? Like, yeah. And we got to know what's going on. Like, these are selling like hotcakes. We got to know what's going on. And 
tell people about our experience and what they taste like. So I I chose the Blondie. Everybody's buying Blondies. It was yeah, that's sweet. a big seller. Uh, too sugary, at least for me. But I I can see the merits in it. It's light. It's it's creamy. It's for the most part smooth. It does have that interesting sweetness to it. I, I wouldn't say it's absolutely like a wild berry right but it is there's some berryness or some some kind of sweetness to it i know when i smoked one i smoked a blondie yeah and a friend of mine that i worked with was like yeah you got to try the blondie you got to try a couple of other infused cigars and when i smoked them i was like that's the worst cigar i've ever smoked (laughs) But you also have to realize at that time, I was smoking full-blown nicotine everything. Yeah. And so there's no way I could appreciate it because it was like someone just poured a cup of sugar in my mouth. Oh, you got to try it again then. And you know what? I, <laughs> I will try another one. I, here's something that over at the Train Cigar Bar, mm-hmm. Brent told me that if you smoke a sweet tip... Flip it around backwards, cut it on the other end, and yeah. light that end up. Yep. And try it out. Because it is quality tobacco. It is. And so I tried that, and I was like, no go. <laughs> it was still too sweet for me. You know what I'd like to do? And if any of your uh, audience has connections, there are, you know those cigarette holders that people have? There's some. Well, yeah. There's some that made is made for cigars. And well, I've, we've seen the ones that look like a cigar. It's a cigar pipe. Right. But this one is, it's a stem that you put your cigar into. And I've tried to order some from our vendors. They've always come in cracked. Oh, really? And so I've, I've sent them back uh, about a half a dozen times, and I just gave up. But I, I still feel that if you could slap a cigar in there and not, and just bypass that sweetness right and just get the flavor profile without having a sweet tip in your mouth yeah because you know i had i smoked the fat bottom betty and i was not a fan <laughs> oh but brian loves those he does well uh so i smoked the blondie scott smoked the nasty oh and and it lived up to his name he said really yeah he did not like it at all but if anybody is curious about smoking a cone-shaped cigar that does not like that sweetness to it, I would say the Nasty Fritas. Now, isn't that the uh, Drew Estate Liga Pravada? Yep. And how are those? I, I, I think I've had one, but I don't remember it being something that like caught my eye. It's, the Nasty Fritas is strong. For me, it's very strong. Um, it has a very unique flavor to it. The The foot puts off this really interesting room note that it's very distinctive. It's not sweet. It's not gross. But it is very distinctive, and you know it's a nasty fritas. Okay. Um, I was only... I smoked maybe four of them. I was able to smoke through the first third on two of them before I got hiccups. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, anyway, the producer's telling me we are hit our time limit. Okay. So, want- my question is, yep. 
you're going to have a five pack of your Habanos. Yes. That people can call and order. Yep. So they can do a journey through Habanos. Journey the Habano. I think that's a great idea. I'm put me down for one already. Well, you know what I like about the t- this five pack list is it doesn't just take you on a journey through Habanos. It takes you on a journey through Habanos in different strengths. And so, so you got, get the full effect. Yeah, you got you got medium, there's medium not very plus light, and then you got medium plus and full. Uh, a couple of the honorable honorable mentions would be the uh, uh, Esteban Carrera Habano. That one we don't have, but Zeca was kind enough to give me one. Nice, and I smoked it. Of course, it was amazing. Uh, and then. Um, the Espinosa Habano. That one's overlooked. Uh, I think that one's very much overlooked. It's It's got those classic notes of pepper, cedar, uh, a little creaminess on the end. We might throw that one in. Might maybe make a six-pack sampler. Make a six-pack sampler. Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right. I'm down. All right. Hey, man, thanks for taking the time to hang out with us and talk about the top five, well, six Habanos. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on again. Oh, dude, we love having you on. Anytime that we're recording and you're available, we love having you on. Thank you. All right, brother. Love you, man. We'll talk to you real soon. We got Bryant joining us back here in just about two minutes. We'll be right back. All right. Hey, man, we want to say thanks to Jay for coming on. And yes. Hanging out. And, dude, that dude's knowledge is off the chain yes and you know i mean you look at jay for when he was the <laughs> cigar shop manager to now and the amount of education that he's done oh come on man. it's like dude no night and day yeah night i mean day. if jay had a podcast people would listen to him and not me <laughs> you know what i mean they'd want to see him sitting looking like Magnum P.I. with them shades. I, I heard that. Dun, 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 <laughs> when Jay came on. Came, Jay. He walked in, Hawaiian shirt, New York Yankees hat. Yeah. <laughs> Snatched it off. I was I was like, did you drive up in a red Ferrari? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, uh, thanks for Jay for coming on. And I'm excited to get myself one of those Habano packs. I'm definitely getting one. So if you guys are interested, look down the show notes show and notes, call them up. And let them know that you want to order the Habanos. Pack. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm excited. You're not the only one. I mean, two. I was excited. Wait, 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 wait. I was impressed that two of my top three cigars oh, go made ahead on. his go list. Go on. Go ahead on, man. You go bragging again. Hey, we ain't trying to hear that. Let me just tell you, I'm not bragging. Not, yes, you are. I'm not bragging. Yes, you are. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You 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 gave it up. You're not even gonna say the rest of it because you don't want me to feel. I was gonna say, you know what? I did kick your ass. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, hey man, quick question. Lay it on me. We we talk about football almost every show. Well, about once. Well, I would say every other show. That's what I say. Almost every show. So there was news this week. I didn't see it. Julio Jones. Okay. Tennessee. Okay. Gone. No more in Atlanta. First of all, how old is he? He's he's in his 30s now. He he's, should be 30, 31, somewhere around there. 
Dude has not had the career that I hoped he would. He was in Atlanta. <laughs> and and that's my point. That's my point. Yeah. Because if he would have been somewhere, let's just say he was in Green Bay. Ooh. Let's say he was in Ooh. the Patriots. Uh, and see, that's where I was thinking. Because especially under Brady. Right. You know. With Elmendorf on one side, side and, and him, him on the other, yeah, you would yeah, have a hard time yeah. defending that. Because you saw what Brady. Did. I'm not a Brady fan, but I understand the what he does. I understand what he does, and what he did with Randy Moss the year they went undefeated until the Super Bowl. Right. Randy showed something that he hadn't shown in a while. Right, and Brady had never had that luxury. Ooh, because he did. He just knew as long as I get it out there, he'll catch it. He'll catch it. But he's gone to Tennessee now, man. That's that's interesting because Tennessee has a good team. They got a good running game. Tannehill at quarterback, though. Who who is the second receiver over there? <laughs> that's the question. Who is, who is it? <laughs> See, because you got to have you got to have that offset. You got to have a guy that can draw attention. Because that was like with uh, with Dallas with uh, what's his name for Miami. Uh, well, I always say when we had Michael Irvin, Irvin, but we you had, had Alvin Harper. You had Harper on the other side. side. You couldn't just lack no, with Ar- no, Alvin. No, no, Alvin was not a number one, but, but he, he could have been badass yes, number two. Yes, yes, yes. But that's the thing. Him running over to not running over, but him being traded over now to Tennessee with that running game that they got. And they, they went pretty far in the playoffs. Oh, they did. They needed a receiver. They right. didn't have one. Right. Because everybody knew all they had to do was stop. stop. If, you, if we can stop the running game, we can stop them. Right. But now you have to – the premise is now, okay, we got to play total defense. Well, here, here's the one thing that I thought of when you told me about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Was and and they didn't get a lot no, for him. They got they got a, a second round in twenty twenty two, third round, no, a fourth round in twenty three, and a sixth round in twenty three. So they get a second round next year. Yep, and then they get a what? A fourth and a sixth in twenty twenty three. Wow. Yep, that's not that steep. Nope. For a player who has proved to be a go to guy. Oh yeah. I mean. He's very rarely injured. I haven't seen him injured. I've, I've seen him injured. Like one or two games. But, you know, you have guys sit out seasons. Right. He's never had those uh-uh, kind of injuries. Uh-uh, it's uh-uh. always been two or three games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a beast. He is. But he's also getting up there in age. Yeah. So that's why they didn't get, like, a first round. But you look I'm, – I'm, I'm going to say this about that. <clears throat> Fitzgerald changed the mindset on it. Really, it started with Jerry in his 40s, still doing the thing. He's not doing perfect what he did in San Fran, but doing his things with the Raiders in Seattle. Right. But then you got Fitzgerald that's still with the, with the Cardinals in his late 30s. He's not that go-to guy anymore, but when it's third and three, third and four, third and five, he's the guy. You look for him. Right. You, you count, look for him. You count on you him. You got to because right. you know he. You, you get it to him. Anywhere near him, he's going to catch it. Right. And he's going to fight for that first down. So that's when I look at Julio as. You know, we were, San Fran was trying to get him, but evidently we didn't want to give up <laughs> a second round in 22. <laughs> Who, who's the uh, Cincinnati wide receiver that's really good? When he ain't high, you talking about. 
Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, you talking about uh, what's his name? Gordon. When, nah, but he's gone. Green. Green. AJ Green. AJ Green. AJ Is he Green. gone? No, nah, Gordon is gone. Green. If if yeah. if you had Green on one side and Julio on the other, that's ugly. Even at their age, but see, Seattle tried to get him too with number fourteen. That beast that they got, you got him on one side and Julio on the other. They going back to the bowl. <laughs> they let, me, let me tell you something, and you know, I don't think, I think the Cowboys will be lucky this coming year. You know, last year I predicted you eight, did. eight and eight, yeah. and they didn't do that good. Nah. They, I believe they were seven and nine. Mm-hmm. So I missed it by one game. Yeah. This year coming up with all the talent that the Cowboys have added, uh-huh. I think that they're going to be nine and seven. Okay. What about the rest of the NFC East? The NFC East, I'm going to say the Eagles, I think that they are perpetually lost in what they're doing at quarterback. <laughs> Jalen Hurts? I mean, I think I don't. Is it Hurst or Hurts? Uh, Jay I mean, says twelve and four. <laughs> I, I don't know if it'd be that bad, but I think it'll at least be seven and nine or worse. Wow! And then you go to the Washington Redskins. <laughs> I they're a wild card yeah. because you don't know. They got rid of their general. Yeah. It is. And so you don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah. And it, a lot of teams won't know what's going to happen until they've got film for two or three weeks. Yeah. And then once they figure it out, they're done. Yeah. So I think that they would probably be like four and eight yeah. or no, four and 12. And then you got the Giants who everybody knows all about the running back. Right. If, if he lasts the season, they can have a better season, but it's just him. Right. You got to – I don't even know what their quarterback situation no, that's, is. What's his name? Jones? Daniel Jones? Yeah. 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 So, you know, he has not proved himself. Uh-uh. Now, he could come out this year and prove himself, and they could end up, I'm going to say, 8-8. Eight and eight. So, you're going to say the Cowboys are winning the East this year? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which, which is always a coin toss. <laughs> Because, especially lately, they've all sucked. Yeah. So, everybody, I mean, everybody in the East. Right. I mean, the East has been a disgrace yeah. to the NFC. Yeah. Really? I mean, they have. The At least he didn't say to the NFL. No, no, just to the NFC. The AFC has their own disappointments. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. dude, yeah. you got some teams that's like, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. You're not Well, gonna. what about the Jets? Now with uh, – I don't like it. You don't? No. They got a good quarterback. And they got the oldest running back in the league who's still with Frank Gore. I saw this meme today. And they had a picture of Jim Brown running. It said 1934. Frank Gore, Frank Gore gets drafted into the NFL. Yeah, the AFC is. I mean, really, who in the AFC scares you? Nobody. I mean, except for Kansas City. Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh seems- is perennial. Right now, right now, Pittsburgh though seems to be in a pattern of mediocrity. The only team that they can get up some games, but not yeah, every game. On paper, the only team in the AFC that can even come close to Kansas City is they're saying is Cleveland, because Cleveland has stacked. And, and, and but you, it's paper. And, and I'm but but I'm excited to see what Cleveland can do. Yeah, because last year 
they actually did way better than I had mm-hmm. predicted. Mm-hmm. And I was actually impressed with some of their play. Yeah. I think that they had some, maybe I would say, poor coaching decisions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, in a few games. Yeah. yeah that cost them I mean? those games. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, I'm not a coach, so <laughs> I'm just saying what I think. I got you. I but got you. I think that more of coaching over player talent yeah. was what made their demise. I got you. I got you. Because I think they got talent. Okay. I, I'm On impressed. paper, they do. Yeah. On paper, they do. And I would say the next AFC between behind them would be Baltimore if they can get, get their, their shit, shit together. together. Yeah. I'm yeah. tired of them not having their shit together. Yeah. They've got a quarterback. They've got wide receivers. They've got a running back. they got an offensive line. Figure out how to fucking play call or call plays, yeah. and, and you should be all and right. keep that defense off the field all You're the time. You're right. You yep. can't wear them out. Nope. nope. So, I don't know how we got off on an NFL tangent, but if you want to know what the fuck is going on in football, now you know. <laughs> That's the lowdown. <laughs> but I'm a, you know how we did, and I know Zika probably remembers this when we did the show about the and we brought in the Florida man. Well, yeah, I got some Florida men for you. I'm ready. I'm all ears. I love the Florida man. Number one, and it's not in any order, but the first one that came up was. Florida man throws a two-month-old baby and the deputy catches it. <laughs> Zeke over there died laughing. The dude was in. They were in a pursuit. The Florida guy gets out, takes the th- two-month-old baby and overhand throws it at the deputy. He catches it with two hands. <laughs> It goes down to one knee with it in two hands. And the guy gets away? He ran away, but he didn't get away. Oh, okay. <laughs> he ran away, but he didn't get away. He tried the old baby in the air <laughs> yep. distraction. And it didn't work. And it did not work. Number two. <laughs> Florida man uses stand your ground against killing an iguana. <laughs> Why? He killed the iguana. And they charged him with animal cruelty, and he said he was standing his ground. No, <laughs> I'm down with that. I'm you act- would be I'm down, with that. down with that. You would be down with that. Dude, do you know how big those get? Oh, yeah, but the point is, <laughs> the law had nothing to do with iguanas, man. I know, but I think that I should be able to shoot something like that. <laughs> Home defense, stand your ground. I get it. Here's the last one. Florida man attacked by gator while looking for prehistoric shark teeth. Say this again. Florida man attacked by gator while looking for prehistoric shark teeth. Was he in a, a creek? He went in swamps looking for prehistoric. The, the, his head was in the gator's mouth. It's, it's, a, it's a blessing that no, the decatur attacked him. <laughs> Did he die? He, no, he didn't die. Really? Yes. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. There's a guy on TikTok uh-huh. that is, has his own man-made pool, uh, pond, uh-huh. and he gets in there and feeds gators <laughs> hand to mouth. No, no, bro. And then when they're done eating... He puts their arm, his arm around the head and like pets it. Nah, bro. And I'm like, nah, you're nah. stupid. No, you're past stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> you're past stupid. <laughs> that that's taking it a, a 
a level too freaking far. It's not a mammal. No, it's not. It's it's a reptile that With loves food at all times. There's a brain about that <laughs> yeah, big. It doesn't know when it's full. Right. <laughs> it just eats, it's, eats, it, eats, it's eats. It's storing for the winter. Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, and I and the dude's like, you know, feeding this alligator. Nah. And there's more than one alligator nah, in there. There's bro. like another one swimming nah, up. And he's bro. like, oh, there's Melissa. <laughs> no. No, bro. I'm not doing that. Did you catch the fight, Sunday? What fight? Floyd Mayweather and Paul Logan. No. Yeah. Who won? It went eight rounds. And? They say nobody won, but Logan says he won because he went eight rounds with Mayweather. <laughs> he was probably tired. He, dude, he got hit. I can say this. That dude got a strong jaw. Well, what I normally see in Mayweather fights is Mayweather running, running laps. Around, sitting back to defense, defense, defense. He Mayweather caught him. He caught But to me, it was a money grab. Oh, okay. Because that what, guy, yeah. Because both of them made million—I mean, multi-millions off this fight. Because it's pay-per-view. It was supposed to be, you know, like the the uh, Tyson. What's the name? You know what I think we should do? Me, and I'm you? not fighting nobody. Listen, me and you do a pay-per-view, and me and you put on the gloves. Mm-mm. Would you watch that Z? Z's. Yeah, he would. I'm not. I'm not fighting. I told you, man. I'm done fighting. Me and you boxing. I am tired of fighting. I'm done. Don't you think that would be fun? I fought my entire teenage years. See, like I like. I would not. (laughs) I'm done. Hey, I would not fight Jay because he's too young. (laughs) 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 No elderly abuse. (laughs) You you beating this old man? If if, if I was in a fight, they'd be like Obi Wan Kenobi. (laughs) It's like no. <laughs> no, but me and you would be fun, bro. I'm not fighting nobody no more. What if we had those giant gloves? That's like, even worse. Like, like they're like that big because <laughs> it's gonna be even more comical, <laughs> right? That'd no. be fun, man. No. Those giant gloves. No. Or what if we got those sumo wrestler outfits? I do that. All right, cool. I do that. I do that. Hey, hey, look. I'm, I already. No, I'm not hey, getting that look going I already, out there. I already <laughs> got no one. Oh god. <laughs> It got brighter in here. <laughs> I was blind for a second. Sumo by the light. Wrapped up like a For noose. real. For real. So anyway. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Uh, you know what? This was a fun show. Yeah, it really I, was. It was a fun I show. I love Zika being here, man. It was great having a conversation with that, bro. You know, your conversation with it was like trying to figure out what he was smoking first <laughs> he was like i can't you know i can't remember <laughs> i can't remember but i know where i was what i was drinking <laughs> right <laughs> but the stick nah i don't remember but i got hooked on it and then you know the ever oh the wisdom the wisdom i mean it, the, it, it is something having a young guy like jay right. having the wisdom that he has about cigars it says when you love what you do you never you never work a day in your life like That's I said, if Joe did a podcast, Joe? no one would look. Joe? Jay. <laughs> if Jay had a podcast. He thought we had Joe Rogan in house. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. What's that, bro? If anybody out there knows Joe Rogan, <laughs> tell Joe Rogan that he needs to come on Cigar Talk, and we will teach him how to smoke a cigar without looking oh, like yes. a woman. I saw that. Dude, I mean, he's, he's like sitting this. sitting there like... <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? Yeah, I sent him a message on Twitter that said, let us teach you how to smoke a cigar. 
We will teach you <laughs> for real, Joe Rogan. Because what you were doing, bro, we love what it. you do. I do, but but dude, you made that look bad. That yeah, <laughs> you made Come it on, look man. bad. <laughs> and, and you know what the thing about Joe Rogan is? Joe Rogan could kick our ass. Yeah, but he can't look like a man and smoke a cigar <laughs> until we teach him. The thing about that is, that's where I'd have my fun. Exactly. <laughs> what you doing, so, bro? Anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed the show this week. And until next time, keep smoking. Boom.